Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre. And this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing, colossal obsessions. And we're joined by the harmonica-playing blues black guy, southern black star, Paul Raybone. It's the first time he's introduced you. What a da And by the wrong name. Yeah. Obsessions. I am going to be deaf by the time this show yeah, yeah. wraps. I'm going to turn into Johnny Ray because you're screaming in my ear. Oh, God. Oh, I love you. 200 episodes, kids. What wow. Do you, what do you think? I don't know. It's, you're lucky you can talk at all. 200 at in the can. And yeah. I've lost track of the number of mini episodes. Do, do you know, I, I heard that from Marlon Brando alone... Richard Pryor got 200 in a can. Really? Yeah, yes. According to Quincy Jones, Marlon Brando gave it uh, to uh, Richard Pryor 200 times in the can. For the record, I delivered mini episode 157 today. 157? Well, thank you for that. So what are we going to do when we get to the 200th mini? Oh, my God. That's nothing to worry about for the time being. I think we should get three midget guests. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So 157 minis and 200 full episodes. Yes. Not counting the four or five full episodes that are recorded. It's like a thousand episodes. Yeah, it's a thousand. Yeah, that's good math. We decided to do something nice. Uh, we decided to reach out to our listeners on the Listener Society. Yeah, I know you never go there and look. Oh, Frank goes there all the time. time. Paul, I don't know about. We're going to do something Paul nice. Paul Raybone, you were going to do something nice for our <laughs> listeners because they're so good to us. And Paul, uh, while we're doing this, <laughs> can you find out what ball player the Babe Ruth story was about? <laughs> Yeah, if you could look I, that up. I can. I just need some yeah, time. Yeah. I need he some doesn't time. even have his phone. He wasn't yeah. even told to do research on this one. Uh, so the people who run the Listener's Society, Eric Fusco and Rob Smentek. And, oh, uh, and where did the play Oklahoma take place? <laughs> yeah. One at a time. Come on. Uh, and, and, uh, and Peter Santamaria and Bjorn, uh, we want to thank them for all they do on the Listener Society. And we're always doing Twitter episodes, and we never give the Listener Society its due, and there's 5,000 people there or some odd number. And we decided for the 200th episode, we would post and say, ask any question about the 200 shows that you want, and the winner will get an orange wedge pin. So we have not decided (laughs) yet who the best questioner is, but we will soon. So there are lots and lots and lots of questions here in my hand, so let's get through as many as we can in 30 minutes. Okay, Darren, Ashley, Bokes, do you guys go out for dinner with the guests after the show when they're in the studio? Have we done that? Uh, oh, I, I I do remember. Uh, yes, we that- had dinner with... With Chevy, we had you had dinner with Chevy. Yeah, we had right. Yes. I wasn't there. There was a notable occurrence that night at dinner. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Chevy all of a sudden started choking. Yes, at the table, and and <laughs> it looked like his his face turned red. He couldn't breathe, and uh, and I, you know, quick thinking, I figured maybe I'll stand up. I'm not going to hold on to him because I can't really give him the high. My arms can't reach around him. You're a little considerably shorter than he is. Yes. yes. And so maybe I'll, I, my idea was to stand up just to make me feel 
like I was heroic. Helping. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got it. And like when if people watched it, they go, "Hey, do you see how quickly Gilbert stood up?" <laughs> <laughs> and and then afterwards, when he was breathing again, he said, uh, "Yeah, thanks for having my back, Gilbert." <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard I was at the next table, and I actually have found audio of your heroics and his response to it. Should I should I play it for you? Okay. <laughs> You are brilliant. Come here. I will fuck you. Yeah. This is going to success. That's how happy. He was that grateful for saving his life that afterwards he fucked me. Yes. Yes. That's going to be a recurring button. We did. We did lunch with Steve Buscemi after his after his episode, and we lunched with Bob Costas. Oh, yes. And then Paul Williams took us to lunch at Michael's. Oh, that's which was right. Sweet. So, yes, have, we have on occasion. Have we ever, now the Chevy thing was scary enough, but uh, 200 episodes in, have we ever actually killed a guest? Have we been responsible uh, for the death of a guest? Only by booking them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've killed the rest of their careers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Darren also wants to know, do you ever start recording with a guest and think this is going terribly? All the time. Every show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, mostly mostly because we're terrible. Yes. Not the guest. Uh, Aaron Carruthers, why? I'm, I'm, but the funny thing there is we're constantly surprised. We'll have guests, some that we enjoy a lot, others we feel we had to work harder with. And we're always surprised who becomes a big hit guest. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's no way to tell. Yeah. There's like, these people where I thought, oh, that was perfectly entertaining. And then I I get these tweets and emails. I know. We love that we guy. Think we leave the booth saying, well, it was a nice complimentary episode. Exactly. And then it, and then it blows up. Yeah, well, you think, oh, that was pleasant enough. Yeah, or a guest surprises us. We, didn't, we, we thought it was going to go one way, and you get somebody like Sonny Fox. Coming in with his POW story. My God. What about and Super it, Dave? Didn't he need to think he was much he funnier was funny. than we well, thought? Well, I think we expected, expected that. Expected that yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yes. we, you know, we know, we know Sun, Bob. Sonny Fox, I was expecting, like, basically a kid say the darndest things kind of. He it. really brought it. He, he, oh. he moved us. <laughs> My God. Uh, Aaron Carruthers, why didn't you ask Tippi Hedren about the movie Roar? I believe we did. I Actually, think so. Yeah, that was the that was the crazy movie where she had the li- all the yes, lions and tigers. Yes, and the tigers. lions oh. were killing people. Uh, so on got, the I got her cinematographer's I watched head some off. of that after after that episode. Oh my god, we couldn't get through the whole thing. It was just that is awful. the most terrifying. It's <laughs> it's the real Jaws. Yeah, somebody yeah. described yeah. it as like Jaws the documentary. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you know, you just felt like saying, "Hey, excuse me, those those aren't pets." That, that is, if, if, if our listeners have not seen Roar, I guess it's on YouTube. It's somewhere. And worth watching it. about 15 or 20 minutes of before you have to turn away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and, it's, yeah. and the, the, uh, the, the cinematographer, the, one of the lions, took the top of his head off. Yeah. And he had something like 80 stitches or to put his head back on. And it's uh, like Melanie Griffith was attacked at one point. Yeah. They're, they're nice to look at in a nature special. <laughs> but that's as close as you want to be to a Yeah, line. well, the yeah. favorite, my favorite part of the Tippy Hedron episode was when she invited us to her preserve, and you oh, said yeah. you would be waiting in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rob Bollock wants to know, or Bollock, who's the chicken hawk? I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> only Richard oh, Kine. You'll have to know. take that up with Richard yeah, Kine. Yeah. Uh, Henry Kaplan then follows that up by saying, my money's on Will Gear. <laughs> <laughs> Will Gear. <laughs> I don't think Will, 
I don't know. It that, wasn't Will Gear. That's a good guess. Yeah, it wasn't him. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe of that era. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, this is from Dane Giroux or Giroud. Has Gilbert ever been contacted by angry relatives or the fans over one of his more controversial celebrity stories? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> no, but your lawyer can call the following number. Oh, lordy lord. Um, of all the, this is from Kevin Mason, of all the impressions and songs that Gilbert has performed on the podcast, which ones had Frank Santo Padre laughing the most? That's easy. Well, it's either her, it's either Hervé Villachez, <laughs> which I, which I eat up with a spoon and egg you on, but refer back. It's, it's on Stitcher now. You'd have to go to Stitcher to get it. It's the Steve Cox episode when you did the Jerry Lewis. Oh my glass, God. The glass table. And Dara loved that moment because I went out we, we used to record in Gilbert's house then. And I ended up in the fetal position on the kitchen floor. Yes. <laughs> sobbing. Sobbing yes. into my hands and into a, into a dish towel. It was uh, So check that one. Uh, check the Jerry Lewis uh, and the last 15 minutes of the Steve Cox show. Yes. That was, that was special. Because we were having an argument over who actually got shit on and who just got shit uh, while they were under a table. Yes, it was the finer yes. points <laughs> yes. of the— uh, Sarah Ryan wants to know, is there another live show with a guest in the future? We hope so. We hope so. Oh, yeah. It's scheduling. It's always a scheduling uh, dependent. Uh, Randy Bucknoff, who's the guy that brought us Sonny Fox, I might add, says, just for fun, I put orange slices on my Caesar salad. I wanted you guys to know that. <laughs> oh, we appreciate that. Did it taste like Caesar Romero's ass? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kevin Mason again. Will we ever get a live reading of Gilbert's Adventures of Superboy comic? Boy, there's an idea. Oh, wow. You do a live reading like an old radio show? Wow. Radio or drama? like, um, what's it, Mayor Fiorello uh, LaGuardia. Oh, Fiorello LaGuardia reading the comics. Yeah, I, the newspapers were on strike, and LaGuardia would go on the radio and read the comics to the kids. There's an idea. Yeah. There's an idea. And he was a Jew. Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> a portion of him yes. was a Jew. Uh, let's see. You uh, really can't tell from the names. No. <laughs> Susie Healy. Susie Healy wants to know, does Gilbert do any prep for the show? <laughs> think his, I, <laughs> I think his laugh and Frank's cue will answer that question for you. <laughs> Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, Chris Hankinson, uh, Frank being a writer, who are some of your favorite television or film writers who inspired you? Quickly, that's a long list, but quickly I'll name uh, two comedy writers that we've had on this show who, who I grew up watching. Alan Zweibel. Oh, yeah. On Saturday Night Live, a terrific, funny writer. And Bob Einstein, the great, yeah. the great Bob Einstein. And for screenwriting, that's a very, very long answer, but I'll say William Goldman. And? Sort yeah. of the granddaddy of... Uh, oh, oh, and, yes. And? Um, a Paul Cafaro said... You know, I I hired Dalton Trumbo for her problem child. Did you? Yes. Oh, yes. So, I, to get him off the blacklist? Yes, yes. <laughs> it was a lot of courage on my part. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I have been many, many moments in Hollywood history where Gilbert has taken a stand. Yes. You think you know a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paul Cafaro... And... Was and John John Garfield played <laughs> Mr. Healy. I didn't realize. 
And Paul Robeson was the little boy. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Versatile. Very I, versatile. I got all of them off the what, what range? Who was Herschel Bernardi playing? <laughs> These are now blacklist references just for us. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. And now back to the show. Uh, Paul Cofaro, or Cofaro, a new running question for the guests needs to be, but did you fuck Margaret Dumont? There you go. Uh, yes. There's a suggestion. Yes. Somebody wants to add that. Uh, <laughs> Here's a tough one for you, Gil. Reed Hawkins. After the documentary Gilbert, podcast guests have mentioned how much they enjoyed the doc and, and Dara being Gilbert's savior. Has Gilbert ever wondered what an alternate universe would look like his life without Dara? Oh, that's interesting. That would make a good movie. Or a Twilight Zone episode? Oh, yes. 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 And for Dara, a fantasy. <laughs> I'm assuming Sandra Bullock would star. Sandra Bullock. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. And what would you say in it? You are brilliant. Come here. I will fuck you. Yeah. I think we've got a hit. Uh, let's see. I'm crossing these out as I go. Ed Marcus wants to know, has there been a thawing out between Shecky and Gilbert? Oh, that would be good. And by the way, my father walked out on Gilbert's show at the Neville. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he wasn't alone. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. Thank you for that. Uh, let's see. Um, Andrew Laposha or Laposha. I, pr- I apologize if I'm mangling any of these names. If Gilbert was to get roasted, this is a great question. Ooh. Who would be on his dream dais? Oh, jeez. Uh, well, you got to have Jeff Ross. You got to yeah, have the oh, roast oh, master. Oh, yes, yes, of course. And and uh, and. And Skelton Knags. Skelton Knags? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who else? <laughs> <laughs> Frank Ferguson. Frank Ferguson's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, come on. Artie Lang would be on it. Yeah. Uh, 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 oh, Dar- Artie Lang wouldn't show up, though. Artie yeah. Lang wouldn't show up. Yeah. Dars Butler. Dars Butler? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, we gave you one name. Uh, Ed Marcus again. Is there a prize piece of Hollywood memorabilia or a holy grail yeah, that you know, Gilbert would it, love to obtain? It's it, it's funny. Uh, just recently, I did Anthony's show. Oh, his uh, podcast. Though he's formerly of uh, Oh Cumia. Oh, yeah, Anthony Cumia. Yeah, yeah. And and when I got there, I, I, they said, "Oh, you know, you'll have some fun with Artie," and uh, and the first thing I hear. When I sit down, is Anthony saying, "Oh, uh, Artie couldn't make it for some reason," <laughs> of course. and I thought, "Boy, I'm in shock." Of course, uh, Ted Herman. Wait a minute, I jumped one. Let me go. Oh, what was let the me, one you were just asking? Let me go back to that one. Uh, this is Ed Marcus again. Is there a prize piece of Hollywood memorabilia or a holy grail that Gilbert would love to obtain? So many. A, a friend of mine was cleaning out. Uh, Chico's daughter's apartment. Maxine. Yeah. And he said he opened the closet and found a couple of Harpo's wigs. Wow. And and a few of Chico's pointed hats. What did he do with these treasures? Well, he it it, it took all the strength he had, but he did turn it over to the family. Wow. How because nice. that to me is like the sled from Citizen Kane. Yeah. 
Yeah, it would definitely. There's a rumor for years that Spielberg had that, or, 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 but, but there were probably several made. Oh yeah, you know, you can. Who knows if these things are uh, authenticated? Uh, Ted Herman with two R's and two N's, like Edward Herman. They say comedians always want to play Hamlet. I know Burl always wanted to. That's true. Gilbert, have you ever done or wanted to do a serious dramatic role? To be or not to be, whether it is noblest to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against the sea of trouble and by opposing end them, to sleep, perchance to dream. Ah, there's the rub. That was beautiful. Yeah. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I feel like I'm sitting next to Sir Ralph Richardson. <laughs> and and while we're at it, he thwarts, oh, he mocks my losses and thwarts my gains. And for what reason? For I am a Jew, hath not a Jew eyes, ears, feelings, dimensions, are we not warmed and cooled by the same summer and winter? Very oh good. Oh, my God. Yeah. Impressed? Impressed. What are you doing? Why did it take yeah. 200 you, episodes to yeah. get to Shakespeare? Why are you doing a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> and, well, well call, I, call I always say, why am I doing a podcast with the current co-host I have? <laughs> That's But it's basically well, it's similar, the same. Now, it's a similar question. It's now, just <laughs> semantics. <laughs> Yeah. Now, now is yeah. the winter of our discontent. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Didn't you made you made George Takei do that that uh oh, yes. that Shylock yeah. bit. This question you're gonna love. This one's really out there. Um <laughs> this is from Andrew Babington. The three stooges, fuck, marry, kill. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna tackle that? Oh, that's a tough one. Well, uh-huh. I I would uh, I'd fuck Vernon then. Okay. Yes. Well, <laughs> Not really a stooge, but I'll allow it. I and I'd marry Emil Zitka. Okay. Yeah. And yes. kill, and kill Joe Dorita. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of a layup, wasn't it? Yeah. Hey, buddy boy. <laughs> that he he's still the original Curly had you know nook 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 and whoop, 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 and all these. Weird, you know, fun things. <laughs> and then along comes Curly Joe Dorita, and all he brings to it is, hey, buddy boy. And you go, oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind of like hiring a guy and go, hey, what kind of catchphrases do you have? <laughs> well, I I have one. I think I'll wear my blue shirt today. <laughs> yeah. they, they went pretty deep into the bench, right? There. They yeah, did. They yeah. did. They did. Kevin Watsy, uh, of the 200 guests, what percentage had Gil never heard of prior to them being on the show? <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is tr- usually it's you and I getting ab- uh, abused, Paul. There's, there's a Tonight he gets abused. Yeah, there's a, there's he gets a, abused by the listeners. Is there a theme in what this we're This seems to be a theme. It's abuse Gilbert. They're all winners in my book. Yeah, yeah, I, I send I, them all pins. I'll remember when, when Steve Buscemi said to me, have, have you ever seen any of my movies? <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what he said. First of all, you you, you dishonor him again by mispronouncing his name. Oh. Now it's Buscemi. Buscemi, yes. yes. And he said, uh, he, he said uh, I love how Gilbert has only a passing knowledge of my career. <laughs> That's a nice cringeworthy episode. 
a lovely guy. And you know the funny thing about that episode? We went to lunch with him at the Friars Club. We recorded at the Friars Club. We went down to the dining room, and the lunch was a better was better than the episode. Oh, the much l- better. He sang cartoon songs. We we did themes. It was just great. He it, was relaxed. You were relaxed. It's so funny because that's that thing of like where you go. Oh, we got to do an interview now. And then when we were having lunch with him, we forgot. About doing an interview and just had fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, somebody somebody said uh, the last time we did this, I think that the uh, or maybe you sent me an email that they thought the mini episodes were kind of fun because they were more laid back. We get those emails. Feel. People yeah. like the people like different the short feel. episodes because they're looser and yeah. sillier and yeah. less formal. Yeah, and less of an interview. Um, Barry Gubler or Galbler has Gilbert ever walked out of a movie? If so, which one? When you were in, I would think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you walk out I'm, of Funky Monkey? Uh, oh, God, I never, never saw, saw Funky Monkey. any of Funky Monkey. Right, or Back no. by Midnight. Oh, yeah, never saw Back by Midnight. Did you walk out of The Comedian? Did you want to walk out of The Comedian? Oh, no, but I, I had a copy of it, and I, I had my thumb on the fast-forward button through 75% of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, I went to see the Gilbert movie at the IFC Theater, and Gilbert was right behind me. And at some point, I turned around, and he was no longer there. That's that's scary. That counts <laughs> as a walkout. That's scary. <laughs> you were, I have to say, sitting next to you. I was, I was, I had Lewis Black uh, next to me on on one side, yeah. and you on the other, which was very strange yes. at, at your screening. And you were uncomfortable watching yourself. Oh yeah, it. I still can't get used to seeing myself up there, and yeah. Is it is easier to watch yourself in a performance? Than yeah, it was to yeah. Watch yourself in like I always say, if uh, if I'm Joe the plumber, then I'm fine. Right. But Gilbert is Gilbert. You well when we, when we when you saw it for the first time here in the studio, you were it's the first time I've ever seen you go like five minutes without saying a word. I think. Oh but yeah, I think you were really kind of shell shocked. Yeah, yeah, that threw me. Uh, here's a good one. Um, let's see. Uh, this is from our pal Gene Beretta. Gene's a very uh, good friend of the podcast, and, and he has a parrot on his. He shoulder. does. <laughs> don't do the time if you can't the crime if you can't do the time. Gene is the guy that did that wonderful drawing of the kids throwing the orange wedges. Oh that's, my god! That's yeah, in your living yeah. room, and it turned up in the documentary. Gene wants to know if there was a biopic on Gilbert, who would he choose to play him? Ah, uh, well, that, that's, they're, they're in negotiations with Zac Efron. Really? Yeah, yeah, because he's, but it's so obvious. Not, I would thought you would go for Yafit Koto. Because yeah. <laughs> he's a Jew. <laughs> and if he can't do it, Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lindo? Yes. <laughs> for the first time that Delroy Lindo has been mentioned on this we podcast. We should get Delroy Lindo on he's the He's an podcast. interesting guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thought. That's a thought. Um, but, 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 and what is Ving Rhames doing? Nothing. He's doing voiceovers. <laughs> he for is? commercials. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, he does those, uh, oh, what the hell are they? They're fast food commercials. Uh, Barley Marie. Barley Marie. Any chance of Marlo Thomas or Cheryl Ladd co-guesting? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Uh, let's see. Um, did Gilbert, uh, Ed, uh, we did that one. 
Um, Fred Jenkins, I dragged my whole family to the Stoogeum after the Stoogeum. Billy West episode. <laughs> you know about the Stoogeum? No, the Stoogeum. The Stoogeum is apparently a museum of three stooges. Oh, I thought it was a museum for Stoogillium. It's for Stoogillium? Yeah, yeah. Also a great reference. Yeah. Stu's gone, or we would ask him to do the show. Oh, yeah. Where Where is the Stoogeum? It's somewhere in rural Pennsylvania. I think not far from our pal Drew Friedman's nobody, house. Nobody actually knows where He wants is. to know, have you been? No. And would you consider a remote recording from the Stoogeum? <laughs> live, live, live at the Stoogeum. I can't even get him to go to. I can't even get him to go downtown to do yeah. a, a live show. We're going to go to p- r- rural Pennsylvania. Uh, Matthew Bradley, sure. Ch- wow, Chishurgi or Churgi, T S C H. What do the GGAP hosts drink to wet their whistle during recordings? You have a little glass of vino every now and then. Yeah, when they have a free bottle. When there's a free bottle here, <laughs> yeah. or when Frank is nice enough to go crack open a free bottle. Yeah, they the used kitchen. to have free bottles of wine here. Yeah, but then they got wise to you. Yeah. <laughs> Usually just high C yeah. is what we drink. Yeah. <laughs> in tang. Honor of, in honor of the Osmonds. Tang. Yeah. In um, honor of the astronauts, I drink Tang. Yeah. Uh, Laura Pinto, um, along the Stoogeum question lines, thanks. To, so she's a friend of the podcast, too, and helped us with Ron Dante. Thanks so much for the opportunity to submit a question. Is there any chance you and Gilbert uh, and Paul would ever take the GGACP on the road? And by this, I mean, would you consider traveling to different cities around the country and recording? Would we do something like that? Well, who who is located in these different cities? <laughs> well, you know, fans have offered to put us up. Yeah. I think we should just stay. That's a scary thought. <laughs> I think the three of us should go on the road and stay overnight in someone's if, garage. If a, if a fan offers to put you up, you don't want to stay with that fan. No. <laughs> I found a recording of when Gilbert did stay at a fan's house, and he tried to take some of the lotions and shampoos. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I think they were trying to get it back. I can't tell. What the fucking lotion in the basket? Yes. That, that's exactly. That's well, really wow. I didn't. Re- <laughs> I didn't even recognize that one. Michael Stite. Michael Stite. Uh, or Michael. Oh, S- Michael. oh. Michael I just Sight. remembered something. Yes. After one of my shows in the middle of wherever. Uh, after the show, a guy came up to me and proudly rolled up his sleeve. And he had a tattoo of Hervé Villages. Oh, that is just wrong. <laughs> so it's basically oh a tattoo of tattoo. tattoo. <laughs> so that was, and yeah, he he had a, a tattoo of Hervé Villages. That's just wrong for That's, so many reasons. If he invites you to stay with him, you don't want to stay with no, him. No, he wasn't one of the people in <laughs> and, and And you could practically hear Hervé Villages say, I want the money and the pussy that Tom Selleck gets. I should get that much pussy. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Yes. To answer the previous question, Michael Stite or Michael Site, did any of the guests make you fear for your life? And if so, how close were you to calling the cops on Busey? No. Oh, <laughs> I only the only reason I didn't fear for my life is I was long distance. Oh, I yeah. was in New York. Yeah, he You were up close. He was definitely one of those where you think it could happen any second. Yeah. Yeah. What it, a, would, it would have been great for the listeners though. What yeah, a strange yeah. cat. If someone Actually, had lost their life. Uh Mark Roman. 
<laughs> this is not from your interviews, but I'll throw this out there. Gilbert was on a Fox show that aired once in the 90s called The Fracky Awards. The Fracky? It aired next to a John Lovett special. John's only special. It was on a Sunday sandwich next to the the Ben Stiller show. Does Gilbert have any recollection of this show or what it was about? None whatsoever. <laughs> okay. But, but it sounds bad enough that I would agree to it do it. It does sound like something that <laughs> yeah. you would have agreed to do. Uh, let's go out on this one, or maybe I'll lie and do this one. Um, hmm. Okay. Um... I'm selling get blowjob. <laughs> I should get blowjob. Thanks for the filler. <laughs> thanks for thanks for the filler. Uh, this is this is a good one. Um, so, <laughs> Henry Henry Kaplan. Speaking of legendary stories, can Frank and Gilbert tell the famous Shecking Shecky Flaming Monkey Vegas story? I don't know the Flaming Monkey Vegas. Flaming story. Monkey. Do you know Vegas. the fla- Flaming Monkey Vegas story? I I think Diane Cannon knows that <laughs> one. Really. You guys, I'm hey, surprised. That Frank, sounds like that's right up your alley. <laughs> Frank, say, uh, do you have a tape of when the flaming uh, shaky green monkey <laughs> broke into Diane Cannon's house? <laughs> he is horrible. He is horrible. <laughs> Wonderful. We'll close with this. James M. Hunt. Are there any questions you That's that's a name you don't want yeah. to say three times fast. <laughs> and his and his brother Mike. Oh yes. Right, right. <laughs> James M. Hunt, are there any questions you asked that you wish you hadn't asked a guest? All the fucking time. <laughs> Can you think of one? No. Oh I off the top of your head? I remember one question. Yeah. It it was oh. Almost, Don't name any names. almost coming out of my mouth, and because I was so certain, and and I was going to ask uh, Tippy Hedren, uh, you know, what was it like playing the mother in Carrie? And then you realize, and then I realized, oh, ooh, that uh, it was Piper Laurie. Yeah, yeah, a <laughs> siren went off in my head, and and it was like. You know, <laughs> it changed course real fast. Somewhat less embarrassing than when I slipped the card across the table telling you not to call Greg Evigan Glenn. Yes, yes, that was that was the best one. When when you had to slip me a card to tell me don't call a guest by his by a wrong name, call him by his actual name. <laughs> that that would have to be the worst. This is the last one. We're past our, our cutoff point, so we'll do this quickly. Try to do this quickly. Ed Marcus, could Gilbert please tell the story of how he pissed off Abe Hirschfeld on the Howard Stern show? Oh, <laughs> that that's one they'd have to listen to. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. It was comedy genius. He yeah. wants you to know. Okay, so we'll direct you to that, and you'll have to find that. This was fun. Yeah. This was fun. How many do you think we got to? About 25? Was it? Was it that 30? Many? Yeah. We'll do yeah. another one. We'll do another one next week because there's so many here. And we'll do something a little different. We're going to have Paul read them next time. I did fire know. them at us. <laughs> uh, Oklahoma was set in Oklahoma. Oh, ah, thanks for doing that. Yes, <laughs> thanks for. Do- How about the best little whorehouse in Texas? Yeah. Where was that I, set? I, I've got to look that up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a fun mini episode. 
We hope you guys will, uh, if you're if you're hearing this and you're hearing your name, uh, you've joined Stitcher. So congratulations <laughs> and welcome. You want to take us out, so sir? This has been Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions. I can't work with this man. With <laughs> with the Southern Blues Black Star Raybone. I think the Raybone thing's going big. The Ray- yeah, yeah Raybone I think it's going viral. Being picked up by the fans, and uh, <laughs> we're going to put a band together. Yep. Thank you, Paul Raybone. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Gil. <laughs> we'll see you next week with more of your questions.